You are listening to the Embassy Church Podcast, and here is today's message. Well, welcome to Embassy. We have called that. This service this morning is called Welcome to Embassy. Thank you, praise and worship team. Thank you, thank you. So we're doing something a little bit different this morning. Um, Like I said, we've called this service Welcome to Embassy because it occurs to us that there are many, many new people and new faces all the time that we get to see and some of you that have been coming for quite a while and actually don't know who the leaders of the church are and what are some of the ministries or the functions of the church and what do we do? And so we wanted to take this morning, I'm wondering if I could get the pulpit if it's coming. Um, Thank you, thank you. (laughs) One of the ministries of the church. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I appreciate it. Um, I lost my train of thought though, let me think for a moment here. Oh yes. And so what, what do we do? What do we, what, how do we serve the body of Christ? And it's more than just a Sunday morning. There's lots of different uh, ministries that we have going on. And so we wanted to present that to you this morning. We wanted to present it to you in a way that, um, you know, maybe you're like, hey, I'd like to be a part of that. You've heard us talk about seniors ministry. We have youth ministry, but there's many other functions that go on and so how we can serve you but also we feel that it's important that we are all serving each other in the body of Christ and so I'm just going to read a couple scripture verses before we begin um one is from first Peter 4:10, and it says it like this it says God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything, as is then, I have this underlined in red, then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. I like this. It says, then everything you do, serving one another, um, it says, then everything you do will bring glory to God. A lot of times in our Christian circles or our Christianese that we like to call it sometimes, that we kind of label things as there is worship is music. And worship is when it's the song gets slow and we all raise our hands. That's worship time. But worship is actually a lifestyle. When you, when you are honoring your spouse, when you are loving your spouse, or when you are raising your children, that's worship. When you are respecting your boss at work and you are honoring him, that is worship. And so when we are serving one another, when we live our lifestyle of service to one another, like the Bible says we should, that is worship as well. So worship is not just singing, although it is. Our lifestyle is worship and it brings glory to God. Serving brings glory to God. In uh, Hebrews 6 verse 9, it says, um, We are confident that you are meant for better things, things that come with salvation. For God is not unjust. He will not forget how hard you have worked for him. 
and how you have shown your love to him by caring for other believers. That we show love to our heavenly father by caring for one another. As you still do, our great desire is that you will keep on loving others as long as life lasts in order to make certain that what, your hope, what you hope for will come true. Then you will not become spiritually dull or indifferent. Instead, you will follow the example of those who are going to inherit God's promises because of the faith and endurance. It says, then you will not become spiritually dull and indifferent. I looked up that word indifferent, and it means like you just kind of stop caring. It doesn't really matter. But when you have, in, when you're investing in something, when you, when you are, when you are, yeah, the word investing in one another, there is something that happens inside of you. When you invest in some, when you invest your money in something, you pay attention to it, right? You care what's happening with your money, where it's invested. When you invest in one another, it matters to you. It matters to you. And so one of the things in, in um, I can't think of the word, but for, nope, it's gone. One of our mandates, that's not the word, but one of our mandates for Embassy Church, I'm going to read it, it's on our website, and I was just thinking about it this morning, but it says, it says, this is who we are. This is who our company of believers believe that we are and are working towards. It says, God is our first. We endeavor as a community of believers to put God first in everything that we do. And the verses from Matthew 6.33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. God is our first. The next one is, a, is that it's about relationship, not religion. It's not a bunch of rules that we have to attain to, but it is about seeking Jesus and knowing him deeper and having a relationship with him. The next one is Jesus is our passion. We desire to go deeper into relationship with Jesus. He is our passion and therefore he becomes our pursuit. He's our number one. Love is our purpose. The Bible says in Ephesians 5, it says, mostly what God does is love you. This is taken from the Message Bible. Keep company with him and learn a life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. His love was not cautious, but extravagant. He didn't love in order to get something but from us, but he gave everything of himself to us. And then it says this, love like that. That's the example that we have to follow. So love is our purpose. The next one is honor is our culture. We live in a world where there isn't a lot of honor, but here we endeavor to honor one another. It says, we believe that all people deserve to feel and be honored. Everyone everywhere is going through something that others know nothing about. It's our charge to love, not to hate, and to honor, not to judge. Serving 
is our nature. Jesus was the ultimate server. He came to serve, not to be served. And we'll read that scripture in a moment. And we model our lives after him. Generosity is our style. I, I was trying to remember the verse that I read the other day that talked about living a generous life. But God, the, the verse that we all know really well, for God so loved the world that he gave. It's part of who he is. So generosity is part of who we are. And we, we don't, and when we think generous, immediately we think, oh, with our money. But we can be generous with our time, generous with the talents that he's given us, not just our money, and generous with the um, treasure that he's given us. We can live a lifestyle of generosity. And lastly, people are our heart. We want all people from all walks of life, no matter who you are, to encounter the love of God. You mean everything to the heart of God, so you mean everything to us. You are family. Welcome home. And that is part of the culture that, that we pray over, that we're walking towards. It's part of what we want in our fellowship of believers. And so a lot of the ministries that we have here in the church and the functions that we have that you're going to see today are because of that mandate, are because this is what we're after. And now I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, we don't need to be involved in every single sphere um, of things because we have lots of churches in our city, in the body of Christ that are fulfilling different things. But we've got ones where we believe that God has said, this is what we want in our body, in this church, um, in functioning in this way. And we live this life because, like I said, I was going to read that verse, so I'll read it to you. In um, Mark 10, it says, but among you, it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you must be the slave of everyone else. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others, and to give his life as a ransom for many. And in this way, we follow Christ. And so you're going to see um, lots of the leaders in our church come up today, and this is exactly what we're following as they have many, you know, different things in their own life and jobs and personal things, but they feel that God has called them to, the, called them to this, and they are following Christ in this way. So are you ready? Yes, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to call them up individually, and we're going to ask some questions. Can I get that other microphone? And the first one I'm going to have come up is Robin Branscombe. So Robin is over security. He's over ushers, and he's over greeters. So a lot of the front end that you see is kind of Robin's department. And so, Robin, say hello to the people. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> so we have a series of questions that we're going to ask them to just kind of help them understand what it is that um, they do and what their department does. So, Robin, what, well, I already said what you oversee, so you don't need to answer that one. Okay, good. <laughs> Why is this important? Gee, I don't remember getting that question. Um, <laughs> it's a, front of house is important because I guess we're the first people that everyone sees when they come through the door. Whether you're a greeter, greeter is the first person that you'll see when you walk through the door. 
and then when you come into the sanctuary, you'll, you'll see ushers, and the security person is, I guess, out in the front usually as well. So what does the usher do? The usher, um, first of all, I guess we serve, we serve. We serve our pastor, we serve you people who are in the congregation, and we serve guests who come through our door. I know many people that have said that they, by our ushers, I mean our greeters for sure, when they come in, that warm face and the hug and you know all of that, but then when they come in this store, there's kind of like that awkward, I don't know where to sit or I don't know what's going on, and the ushers there to kind of make them feel comfortable as well. And security is always behind the scenes. You don't really see what's going on, but I promise you, there is lots going on. <laughs> My husband's one of those securities, so he often will tell me of the interesting things. A lot is being kept safe, I promise you. You're like, wait, not, not that bad, but <laughs> they're watching. Um, okay, and so how can people help, or what do you need in your departments? Oh, do you want to know what I actually do? What do you actually do, Robin? <laughs> well, ushers, we actually... We do everything from greet people to we help with altar ministry if there's anything going on at the front here. We look after the security inside this sanctuary area. So that means security for people, our children, and our pastor. And what about the greeters? What do they actually do? The greeters actually, they greet at the door, make people feel welcome. They pass out bulletins and... And at the end of service, they, you know, wish people or want people to say to bless them and to have a good week. And security? Security primarily to look after the security of the building, security of people, again, and children, mm -hmm. and our pastor. Yes. So you know, like, they are doing rounds of the building. They're checking in on the children's ministry departments as well. Um, while your children are in there. So there's always somebody watching everything. Okay, so, sorry, I skipped that part. How can people help if they want to, if they feel like this is something they'd be interested in? And, and what do you need? Um, if they want to help, all they have to do is talk to me. And we'll see if... It's something that you're interested in and if it's a good fit for you. Wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to call Joan up. Thank you, Robin. Yep. So um, what, what you need to know that at the end of this service, if these are something of interest to you, um, they will have everyone that you see talking here today will have cards that kind of outline some of the... Um, the job description or what's required or what's needed if you wanted to serve in that department or for some of the ones that come up here um, you'll see there's different engagements you can come to it you know women's ministry and stuff like that and you're like I want to know more about that I would like to be a part of that um, you can also go talk to that person and they will have pamphlets to um, help you engage in that so Joan is a part of the connect center and so Joan I'm going to keep wanting to ask, what do you oversee? We know, Connect Center. Why is the Connect Center important? Okay, so like Megan said, I am in charge of Embassy Connect. And it, I would describe it like a central hub. Um, we understand the importance of not only greeting people when they first come in, but having a place to land to collect information. 
Um, if you're wanting to know about different ministries in the church, you would come to Embassy Connect and we would provide you or connect you with the various leaders in the different departments. So any information that you need about Embassy Church, you will find it at the Embassy Connect Center. What is it you actually do? Um, we collect information. And um, I know that lots of people are somewhat very cautious about um, extending their information. But I would say this to you, that many people, when you get to become part of the family, we consider Embassy Church a big family. Mm -hmm. And we want to embrace you in the family. And so this is the important part about giving your information. I've had people come to me and say, you know, I met this person a couple Sundays ago, and the Lord really placed them on my heart. And um, I feel like the Lord's given me an instruction to either take them out for lunch or connect with them. Uh, do you have their information? And so that is the important part. If the Lord has brought you to this house and has placed you here, then it's important that we have your information so that we can let you know about um, various functions. If we've got a guest speaker coming in, um, we have what's called text in church, and I don't know if that's somebody else's department, so I probably won't speak too much. No, you can, because what can we I? can, yeah, right now. Okay, so we have text in church, and um, we put you into different groups, and so if you will give us your cell phone number, then we, and we don't spam you, we don't want to be texting you all the time, but we do want to let you know about different um, events coming up, if we've got a guest speaker, or if we've got a conference, um, then if we have your cell phone number, then we can just send you a quick text and let you know about, you know, upcoming information. So... Right now on the screen, it says text hello uh, to that number, and it's not going to ask you for a lot of information. It's going to ask for your first, your last name, and your phone number, and we will, again, text you when, and we don't send out a lot of text, so um, I'm just, um, just going to correct Adam. You, you can't text baptize my child to that number we won't go through there's only certain keywords and hello is uh, your first introductory one that kind of lets us know your number we're not going to give your number your name and number out to anybody that asks for it um, if someone did want to get into contact with you we would probably contact you and see if it's okay if um, you wanted to so if you're scared about us giving your information out that's not going to happen either not going to happen not going to happen um, it's just for you to be informed as to what's going on like hey everyone the Christmas service is coming up invite a friend um, and you can also text stop if you're like stop yeah. <laughs> please um, okay how can people help or what do you need okay um, the biggest thing is that the Connect Center, there's a table out front, and um, we usually have a laptop or a tablet um, so that when you're coming and either needing information or giving information, um, that we have the, um, we can access the um, website because the website really is the hub. Um, so we need people that can just operate a simple laptop and you're just going to primarily connect to the website and put information in. Um, so you're supposed to be stationary. Um, why I need people is because I'm currently the only one that does it and I have a very hard time staying stationary. Very hard time. My main gift is to welcome new people and to make them feel welcome. 
And so I need somebody to just sit on that chair and look pretty. So if you like to sit. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I could just have somebody come and just be able to be at the Connect Center and to provide the information, and we make sure that you know everything, that you're well equipped to do it. It's not a hard job, I promise you, it's not a hard job. And so then that way, if I could have somebody man the Connect Center, then I could be a little bit more mobile to do what it is that I do best. Wonderful, thank you, Joan. Wayne? So Wayne oversees the men's ministry. And so Wayne, why is this important? <laughs> um, I think it's really important for men to form relationships with other men because um, it helps them, it gives them an opportunity to go and see them if they fail. They got somebody that can pray with you, somebody that won't judge you. Um, and it's just a lot of fun sometimes just to get together and, and just talk and laugh. Mm -hmm. and just the main thing is to form relationships with other men because sometimes we have a tough time doing that. That's true. Uh, what is it you actually do? What do you even do, Wayne? <laughs> Nothing. <I'm, laughs> see you later. I do. Uh, <laughs> um, Wayne is also an elder in the church, so that you know. So is Joan. I, um, I have scheduled uh, man's breakfasts, um, and we're going to move from breakfasts to suppers and see if that works a little bit better. And so there's one coming up shortly um, on December the 7th. Let me know if you want to go. Um, I also... Um, we have a couple of programs that we run. We have a Pure Desire program, which is specifically designed for men who have unwanted behavior in their lives and they can't seem to stop it. So that's like a, an 11-month program that we go through for the men. And then there's the Genesis process, which is for men and women, but it, it kind of does the same thing. Okay. And what, or how can people help or what do you need? What I need is I need a couple of guys with some ideas, somebody who has a heart for men and some ideas of maybe what we could do. We have kind of brainstormed a number of things, and for various different reasons, we haven't been able to land on some things. So I need a couple of guys who really have a heart for men and have an idea of what we could possibly do. Wonderful. Okay, thank you, Wayne. Yep. I'll take the mic. So you can put that back up. So if you're interested in receiving texts, can you put that back up? When the uh, men are doing stuff in... Um, in church or when there's suppers or different things going when they get together and plan some things um, you can text men and when there is something going on a text will be sent to you just informing you what what they're up to so men at 306-9800-4435 what did i say <laughs> shannon <laughs> Who made her pastor? I don't know. <laughs> Shannon has recently taken over the women's ministry. We had our first, yes. We had our first gala last night, and it was amazing and wonderful. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. So why is this important? Why is women's ministry important? So I know I need to keep this short, so mm -hmm. I'm going to try really hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I can't remember if it was you or Charity that said, um, when you come to church, you don't just come for you. Mm. And that really spoke to my heart. 
because I think, as Joan said, we are a family. And be, being part of a family means spending time together and being there for each other. It, these aren't my words, but if, if you look in the mirror and you see Jesus looking back at you, then you stop being afraid of what's coming next. But sometimes we can't see that as people, so we need other people to reflect that back to us, and that's part of what women's ministry is all about, making sure nobody's left behind, that everybody is part of the family. That's wonderful. Uh, what do you actually do? I don't know yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I'm, I'm the vision. I'm the organizer. I... Um, I lead. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. So now that you're beginning, I know that you've formed a group of ladies mm -hmm. that plan and all that. What do you need? I need everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have an organizing committee, which I've, I, they don't know this yet, but I've called them my guiding lights committee because they are definitely my guiding lights. Um, but really, I'm looking for anybody. So if you can spend 10 minutes because you want to show up early and help set up for events, we try to have something about once a month. I'm not entirely sure if it will be every month, but we will be planning and giving a schedule fairly shortly um, to just helping clean up at the end. Um, or if you are, have tons of energy and you'd like to be involved in everything, then please come see me. And uh, have more information at the table at the back. I want everything. I do. I want everybody and everything. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you, Shannon. So, uh, Stephen, you can come wherever you are. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Stephen is right there. Oh, he come. You just as just as Stephen is coming here <laughs> uh, for women. Uh, if you want to have updates on the women's ministry like we did last night, they would have sent out a text saying, hey, there's the gala tonight um, or whatnot. You would get updates on that. You text ladies 306-9800-4435. The, the number is no, always the same. Not 9800. <sighs> Sorry, I don't know what's wrong. Um, the number is always the same, 900-4435. Um, it's just what you're entering is a little bit different. So uh, remember that we need you to text hello so we can get your information as well. Okay, Stephen. Stephen, what are you in charge of? Production crew. What even is the production crew? The production crew are the people that make sure the lights are on and the sound works and everything streams online. It's a pretty big deal. I, it is a pretty big deal. I remember a couple years ago when we had some sort of problem in our sound system and we'd be like worshiping and then all of a sudden this terrible noise would start. Was it a squealing? Or it was like it, and it was it like was, a crackling. I, it sounded like static. Yeah. To me. Then you knew the production yeah. company. Then you were like, what's going on? Yeah. And thankfully they figured it out. But so uh, why is this important? Well, that's why really. That, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's one reason is yeah. One reason is so everybody can hear and see. Um, yeah. I, I wrote, and Lisa liked it, says that we, I got to find it. I wrote like a whole bunch of stuff, but because I'm not good at this public speaking. You thing. are good at it. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> uh, yeah, something about creating an atmosphere that's mm. conducive to worship. Lisa really liked that. <laughs> 
It's... You know I wrote it because I used the word conducive. <laughs> Steven is also our word guy. He uses lots of but big words. It's with the lights and stuff. It's make things nice and make everything feel cool. Plus, it's just cool. It <laughs> A tech guy would say that. Like, yeah. <laughs> what is but, it you actually do? Uh, we... I don't think we really want to know that. He's going to start speaking Let's, techies. <laughs> I'm trying to not. Uh, we plug in microphones and instruments and may turn on the amplifiers, mix everything so that you don't hear the piano over top of Megan's voice, because that's a thing that can happen at times. Um, words. Yeah, we put words on the screens. That's what our graphics operators are in charge of. Cameras. Cameras, yeah, so you can see us. And also so people online can see. Hi, people online. <laughs> people don't give online that much credit from stage. We try. So. We forget. Yeah. How I, can people yeah. help? Um, or I, what do you need? <laughs> I have short sound techs. People that will actually mix the audio so everything sounds nice. And I need camera operators as well. They set up the cameras and move them and follow so that when Megan does laps you see her the whole time. Apparently I walk a lot. Oh yeah, she does. <laughs> you should watch her, watch one of the videos on like two or f two times speed. It's just like, yeah, it's crazy. I gotta get my steps in. <laughs> True. Okay, that's everything? That's uh, um, all you need? Yeah. Okay, okay. That's Thank the you. biggest one. Thank you, Stephen. Yep. Oh. <laughs> okay, Cheyenne, who's, who's in charge of production today, but Cheyenne is newly taken over decorating. I know you think, what, all of these functions in church? Yes, there's a lot that goes on in church. So all the Christmas decorating that you see that has come up, um, Cheyenne has been working behind the scenes. We've been watching her on the cameras because she told <laughs> us to. But while, um, while she was alone in the building, she was carrying Christmas trees across. Oh, we're going there. Yeah, we're going there. And she <laughs> dropped one. And three times. Three times, and we watched it on the camera. We're like yeah. enjoying, enjoying her. <laughs> That's why I can't decorate alone. <laughs> she needs help. So why is decorating important? Uh, I wish I remembered the word that Stephen used. Conducive. Conducive. <laughs> so we just have a comfortable environment. It feels so nice to come in, especially at Christmas, right, and see all of the lights and just feel cozy mm -hmm. and at home. I think of the women's, yes, you can. What, what? <laughs> it takes a lot of work and it takes a big team. I was thinking of the women, anyone that was at the women's conference, the same thing. It was the spring and it was beautiful and they had flowers everywhere and it just, it just adds to the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Is it necessary for worshiping the Lord? No. No. But, but is it fun and spicy? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what is it you actually do? So I come in and I drop Christmas trees on myself. <laughs> um, no, we just walk. We get our uh, steps in, mm -hmm. walking across the building from the decorating room out to out here. And um, we use our creativity, our gift, to create a beautiful environment for all of you to enjoy on Sundays. So and at different events. So it's those that you're thinking, you know what, I love to decorate. That's mm -hmm. kind of my thing. Um, that's perfect for you to come and be like, hey, Cheyenne, call me when you're decorating because I love it. So how can people help or what do you need? Well, first off, I want to honor Vicki Peronto yes. while I'm up here. For her years. many years of service. 
And her years aren't done because I still need her wisdom. So <laughs> don't leave me, Vicky. Um, I think that when I first started decorating, I knew that it was a big undertaking and I knew and appreciated what Vicky did, but I um, didn't understand the scope of it until I did it myself for Christmas this year. And I didn't do it myself because Vicky did the stage and she's just had her hand in all parts of it and I'm so grateful for it, but yeah. um, we need people. Yeah. And I know that we're all busy and so, you know, with everybody's schedules and stuff, we can't all be at, uh, here at once, but many hands make light work. So I need you, yeah. I need your help. Yeah. Your creativity or just your hands to carry trees. Awesome, carry <laughs> trees, we need tree carriers. Thank you, thank you, Cheyenne. <laughs> Adam Quiring. So Adam is one of the overseers of youth, but for youth, we actually have um, a group of leaders that oversee the youth. So Adam is one of them. Alyssa, where are you, Alyssa? There she is, she's waving her hand. And then Robert and Adrian McCallum, right over here, they're also the youth leaders. So we have a, a group that oversee the youth and just do a phenomenal, phenomenal job. So why, why is youth group important? Well, it's a place it's like an extension of the family. You know, we, we offer a place that's safe, caring, loving, and a place where teenagers can express themselves in a safe place where they're not getting into too much trouble. Do they still get into trouble? <laughs> oh, no, 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 not our youth. <laughs> so what is it that the youth leaders actually do? The youth leaders plan events every Friday for the youth, sometimes on Saturdays if Friday doesn't work out, like bowling. Uh, we do other stuff. Uh, yeah, it, it's mostly a, a lot of planning events, getting the events done. Uh, oh man. Social atmosphere. We, we provide a social atmosphere. Bible study. Bible studies. We do Bible studies most every Friday mm -hmm. with them. It would just make everything really conducive. Yeah, it's our word, Con conducive. And so how can people help or what do you need? The biggest thing that we need help with is if we could have uh, certain people that we can call on from time to time. Uh, sometimes we do things outside of the building. Uh, sometimes we do scavenger hunts or we, we uh, need someone uh, who has a car that can help transport some youth places or uh, host some things at their house from time to time. Sometimes we do these things called progressive suppers where, so where we have like a little meal at like four different people's houses and we need people. So if we could get people who, who would offer their time from time to time where we could give you a big heads up, but we know we can call on you and you'd be like, yes, we can do that. That's where the biggest help we need comes. Wonderful. Okay, last question. What's the age group? The age group from youth is 12 to graduating high school. There we go. Thank you so much. Thank you, Adam. Um, and you know what else they need? They need prayer. Prayer for our youth leaders. It is a, it's a big, big job. I'm going to call Lucas to come while he's coming. Uh, we'll put on the screen. If you want information for your youth, for your teenagers in your home, and you want to know what they're doing and you want to be connected with them, you're going to text YOUTH to 900-4435. <laughs>
thank you. <laughs> I did it. Um, okay, Lucas, what do you oversee? Uh, me and my wife, Kristen Louise, oversee young adults. Okay. And why is young adults important? They're not. No, okay, I'm just kidding, okay. Thank you, Lucas. <laughs> no. We are uh, currently seeking uh, young adults leaders. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no. There was an opportunity, so I went for it. Um, it's important because, first off, I mean, we all need each other. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that age uh, post youth kicks you out, you graduate. It's a, it's a, a forming time, right? So it's, it's definitely a time where you need support, you need community. So I think what we, the goal is, is to provide more community mm -hmm. and provide support and just provide friendship. Yeah, absolutely. Connecting. What do you actually do? What do I actually do? Yeah, yeah not much. No, um, we do uh, Bible studies every second Tuesday. And then we do just hangouts. So board game nights and just chilling. Social. Social. Yeah. And then moving forward. Montana's. Though, <laughs> Montana's, yeah. <laughs> Moving forward, though, we are going to be doing more bigger events. We're going to try to have one bigger event every month. So um, starting in December, actually, we're doing a Christmas banquet on the 17th. So if I have not talked to you or you didn't know about it, please get hold of me. There you go. Yeah. So how can people help or what do you need? What people could help with is if there's somebody you know that would like to be involved with young adults that has not connected with us, um, Get them in contact with me. Yeah. Uh, that would be the biggest thing I could need help with. Or ideas for big group events, because that's one thing I, I struggle with, ideas for that. So if you have ideas, but main thing is just making sure uh, helping me get to everybody. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much. No Thank you, Lucas. So also, same here for um, the young adults. If you are um, a young adult and you want to know what's up, um, young adults is basically after high school to... Anywhere from 26 to 30? Yeah, in there. You're like, I'm young, okay. Um, I'm gonna do my spiel for just a moment. Um, we have various other departments that you kind of see, but you kind of don't see. We don't really talk about it that much because it's kind of during the week kind of days. Um, Plaza 88, which is what the building is named. Um, Embassy Church is um, what runs Plaza 88, but it's basically what the building is named when people come to rent um, on the days when we're not doing church or we don't have things going on in the building, uh, we rent it out. We believe that uh, we're an outreach also to the community. I know you hear us talk about that quite often, that uh, we believe in being a part of our community, not just a church unto ourselves, and reaching out and helping wherever we can. So quite often there will be um, nonprofit organizations that will hold functions here and, and whatnot. So that's going on when you don't see it. And we have a crew that are just absolutely amazing that will work sometimes during the night so that when you come in for church, there has been something going on at night and you come in, you're like, oh, it's just always set up like this. But there's actually other things going on. And then we have day spring daycare. Um, so we have the children's ministry that's always going on on Sundays. Um, when that's not going on, then we use that part for, um, for uh, the daycare. 
And so it is a Christian daycare where we teach godly principles and we teach them to pray and we teach them stories about Jesus. And so that is something else that's going on during the week. We have Regent Academy. Regent Academy is on this side of the building. It's a very big building. We should, we'll do tours one day and you can walk around and see what all goes on. Uh, but when we talk about putting our steps in, we're putting our steps in. There's a lot to cover in this building. Um, but there is Regent Academy. has been open. I went to Regent Academy. So for 30 some years, 32 years or something like that. Um, but we have recently, um, with much prayer and seeking God, have decided that as of June 30th, Regent Academy um, will be closing down. And we just feel like we've heard God on this. And so, um, so that will be no more as of June 30th. It's our last year. Um, but then also we have another program that is opening up, and it's called CityServe. And we're really excited about this because CityServe is um, a, a deal kind of that we have made with Amazon. And we are going to become a warehouse um, through, kind of through them where we bring in 24 pallets from Amazon that they give to us. It's kind of stuff that people have returned and decided they don't want anymore. And it's... Um, it's anything from um, housewares to electronics to um, bedding, any of that kind of stuff. And so it's a wonderful thing for your community, for us to be able to, again, be a part of the community. So a lot of the little, the different social groups like YWCA and whatnot, and we want to partner with other churches um, so that they have, where there's people in need, um, they can come. And so, like I said, we're acting as the warehouse so you can, can't come to us and be like, I need bed sheets. We're acting as the warehouse for those organizations where they can come and we can give them stuff that they can um, um, have tangible stuff to give into their organization. So one of the things you'll hear about in a moment is Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound houses multiple people. And so this way they're able to come and they have already, we've had a, our first shipment but we're just getting our feet wet. Um, so they come and they're picking up stuff to um, facilitate and be able to um, furnish their homes that they have for people. It's wonderful. So you'll hear more about that as time comes, but for sure, it's amazing. It's such a God thing because Amazon gives us this stuff. So all we have to do is cover our costs in um, hiring a truck um, a semi-truck to bring it to us. So there's a little bit of cost involved in that, but besides that, that's it. It's amazing. And um, a lot of the gifts that we gave away for the Purpose Conference came from that. So it's just, it's an amazing thing, and we're super excited to be able to serve our community. It's, it's like, it's mind-blowing um, what God's doing there. So eventually, when we really get it fully running, we are going to need volunteers to help sort it and whatnot, but we'll let you know more about that when that comes. But if you are interested in it, definitely let us know that, hey, when CityServe comes, I'd like to donate a couple of hours in um, organizing it. 
the next, we just have a few more left. Cliff and Colleen, if you could come up. They are part of the seniors ministry. So that big green building right on the corner, uh, as you're driving to church, there's that green building that looks like a church. That is our seniors building. And they have church there every Sunday at two o'clock, but not just church. They also have multiple brunches and get to, I'm probably saying what you guys say. I'm sorry. They're like, should we just sit down? <laughs> so why is it important? It should still be on. Okay. Uh, as it was mentioned earlier, everybody needs a place to connect with somebody. Yeah. And uh, with the seniors, they, well, we don't move as fast as the youth do. Or, and uh, we kind of get kind of pushed off to the side a little mm -hmm. bit when other programs are going on and whatnot. So Colleen and I, like you had mentioned, we're, uh, we uh, look after the seniors in the, in the church. Uh, we pastor the uh, uh, building, uh, this heart of the seniors, and it's an actual church. We have praise and worship, we have messages, and we eat there a lot. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's like, wait a minute, have how to old? Do with eating. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, it, it's just a fantastic atmosphere for the seniors, and uh, uh, We've been doing uh, church over there now for about two years, and we've seen growth, mm -hmm. and we're looking forward to seeing even more in the future. That's amazing. What do you actually do? Uh, whatever she tells me. <laughs> uh. Good answer. Well, we have different programs running. Uh, we, uh, uh, we actually have outings that we go to. Uh, we went out to uh, uh, the Duke of Bor, uh, what is that called? The, the Duke of Bor dugouts. And uh, we went out there, uh, spent the day out there. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I seen Colleen pull a plow by herself. That mm -hmm. was fun. I was going, she never does that at home. <laughs> 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 and then uh, we also went out to the Western Development Museum. Uh, we took a tour through there. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And uh, you want to add to that? Um, <laughs> the events that we do are, are, we have events every month, as well as a brunch that we do every second Saturday of the month. Um, the, we have minimal charges um, just, and just to accommodate our seniors. Um, everybody is always welcome, it's open to everyone. Um, even though it's called seniors, what we're doing is we're geared towards seniors, so everything that we do is geared towards them. If you are somebody who's younger, you're more than welcome to come to our events. Mm -hmm. um, just know that it's a little bit slower paced than, than, I don't know, the youth or <laughs> something else that goes on, it, it's not, uh, overtaxing, but we we do many many things um, from uh, hospital visits, wellness checks. Um, we look after all those areas. So um, if they know a senior, even yes. that yeah, that you could definitely let them know about it. Oh, they yes. don't even have to attend this church or anything like that, no. right? They can, yeah. yeah. Actually, most of the people that 
that attend the seniors church don't attend this one. Yeah. Uh, it's a completely different group. Uh, but the only time that the, the seniors from this church interact with the seniors from that one is when there's an event going on that involves food. So. <laughs> okay. So uh, what do you need or how can people help? Food. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, do we need help. <laughs> uh, because it's an actual church, we, we have to fulfill all the areas that, that you fill here. Mm -hmm. And uh, that includes everything from uh, uh, helping Colleen with the uh, uh, different meals, to going grocery shopping, to bringing it back to the church, to preparing it, to planning events, and uh, uh, all the things that are involved in, in going on an event, uh, as well as uh, uh, we've been really blessed having Johnny Beam come out and do praise and worship for mm -hmm. us, uh, but we could really use a praise and worship team. Hmm. Uh, there, there's not a lot of room up there, so basically another guitar player and somebody that can sing. Johnny's got to fill all the shoes right now, so it'd be nice if he had One some man help. band. <laughs> okay, so. thank you so much. Thank you. Um, so if you know, like we said, of someone, yes, thank you. Um, that that would be interested in joining the seniors ministry or even going on their visits and stuff, um, please let them know. But also if you are like, I love being around the seniors. I love that. Join us. Come on up, Patience. Now we have Patience who just put on an amazing event for the seniors. It was so beautiful. Thank you. I felt so Christmassy after. <laughs> so what are you overseeing? The Compassionate Care Ministry. Sorry, I have to use um, paper. If not, I'll go out of script. <laughs> so it's the Compassionate Care Ministry, and we aim to be the heart of the local church. So caring for the needs of the body and, um, and our community too, with empathy, dignity, and respect. Yes, absolutely. And so why is it important? Why is it important? Okay. So, um, for me, it's a win-win, you know. It's, uh, I'll just read what I wrote. For this department, it's a win-win on both sides. It's a wonderful and exciting opportunity to bless our body and put a smile on the faces of another, bringing hope and the love of the Father to others in their time of need while transforming your own life yeah. with, um, yeah, with joy and fulfillment. And another thing is, um, I've learned that uh, many, like most people have said here, many hands make the work lighter. I mean, there, there's many things we want to do in this department, but it's been a one-man department for some years now. And um, I feel if, I mean, if you've been here for a while and you love to see some services extended to you, say, I mean, I mean, you or your loved one was sick, or um, there's grief in the family, or um, a new baby, or whatever it is that you desire that, oh, I, I, I wish somebody brought me some food, or whatever, if you desire such a service, then um, it's time for you to just join this um, team. 
I love talking with patients. She has incredible vision for this and some amazing ideas. And it's not like something you'd be working all the time for, but it's um, kind of being a part of a team that can go out when needed. So uh, how can people help? Okay. So uh, can I... Uh, uh, can I explain what we actually do yes, first? Yes, yeah. sorry, yes, okay. go ahead. So uh, I'm really passionate about this, and um, I'll, I'll just read it out to you. So we offer very practical services to people in need, people recovering from sickness or injury, members who have lost a loved one, connect with new members of our church bodies, sometimes on Sunday, it'd be nice to just go around, I mean, visit with people, just put a smile and a welcoming, make people feel welcome so they feel loved and accepted in the body um and uh, yeah just to uh, walk alongside and do life with members of our body and the community but um, like i said the laborers have been few mm -hmm. or non-existent and um our services may also include caring for um, just when the front office needs our help to care for um, guest speakers when they come I mean, in the past, we've done the basket up for guest speakers, taken to their hotels or whatever, wherever. So that's what we need. And your next question was... Sorry, what do you need? And what do we yes, need? Or how can yeah. people help? Okay, how can you help? So we require compassionate, dedicated people who can... So those two words, compassionate, I mean, I want somebody to, I mean, be frowny or whatever. So I, I need, we need people who just have a teeny weeny bit of compassion in their hearts and um, dedicated to so when i call on you and it, it's not I mean, it's not too much the commitment is not much but i mean once in a month i mean if i call on you to maybe visit somebody in the hospital and 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 the good thing about this department is you can pick and choose what you want to do so if if you can bake, uh, let me just read so I'm not out of script again. So, <laughs> so, um, so dedicated people who can bring any of these elements to meet the needs of members and our community as they present. If you have a warm smile, if you can cook or bake, if you can pray, if you can visit with the sick or grieving in the hospital or home setting, this department is for you. Um, if you just care for people in your heart, this department is for you. Not just the ladies' ministry, it's for men too. So if you have love, if you have your joy, if you have your smile, have help, your service, your time, your wisdom, your finances to the body of Christ to transform their lives, this department is for you. This is very important. I'm really, really passionate about this because we really, really need members. I'm going to get all of you to join today. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, if you, if you have love in your heart for people, so anyone walking past, you're like, no love. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> anyway, thank, thank you, patience. <laughs> and like she said, Johnny Beam, I'll get you to come. Um, like she said, you know, I know you say like, oh, visiting people in the hospital, that scares me. It's, it's individual. If, you, if that's something you're not comfortable with, that's not part of what you would have to do. Um, so, but if it is something that you're like, I, I'm really good at that, that's something, then you can do that. Johnny, what do you oversee? Well, Embassy has a prison outreach, so I oversee that department. The prison ministry. And what is it that you actually do? 
Well, we uh, currently we have chapel service every Tuesday evening, and uh, there's a team of uh, Sean, Marcel, and myself, and so we go there and you have a small service. Why is it important? It, it is a very important thing. Jesus said in Matthew 25 that I was in prison and you didn't visit me. Mm. So uh, it's a, a wonderful opportunity to share the freedom in Christ even while incarcerated. Yeah. And uh, and and there's always connections with family and everything that uh, sometimes it reminds people of where they come from. That's so good. So what do you need? We could use some more volunteers because doing it every week with the three of us, we kind of rotate. But uh, if we had a couple more people, it would uh, spread it out a little more. And there's opportunity for other uh, chapel services. There's a lot of prisons in our area. And uh, and we've tried expanding, and uh, right now where we go, it's all men. We're at minimum security, so we could use some more volunteers. Wonderful. Thank you, Johnny. Um, I know, thank you, Sean, you can come as well. Um, if, if, if that's something that you're interested in, I know that there is a, um, there is some requirements to be able to go, um, but Johnny can fill you in on that. I'll actually get Marcel to come as well, if you can come at the same time. Marcel and Sean are both over the um, reach out um, in our community. Um, Marcel's going to talk about Homeward Bound. Sean's going to talk about reach out. Yes. So you oversee reach out. Why is it important? That's uh, important because we reach out to people on our streets people that have homes, it doesn't matter, but they come to us, they want to get fed, they want to get spiritually fed, they also want to get, we can pray for them, um, pretty much whatever they want. Um, every, everything is different, you know. Um, you can see what people are needing, and so we approach them and try to meet that need. What is it you actually do? Well, I'm standing here right now. <laughs> um, Oh, so we make up sandwiches. We have a group on Friday or Thursday that makes the sandwiches. Marcel and Teresa facilitate, what's that big word you guys were using? Conducive. Conducive soup. Condu and, uh, <laughs> like we have soup and stuff, for mostly for the winters. Um, you know, because summertime we are on the riverbed, um, that area here by the carousel. Yep. We're there till uh, fall hits, and then we get into St. Albans Church. They're so graciously nice that they let us use it. Um, so again, we feed the people, we pray, um, amongst other things. Yeah. And so how can people help, or what do you need? Well, we need lots of helpers. Um, we do have a fair bit of people. We have a, a strong group that are faithfully there, um, but we could always use more because, like, say, last one, we only had, like, five people there. We had a building. We had... 60 people in it and five people security feeding watching cleaning breaking fights up just kidding it's usually between the staff okay <laughs> and i'm the one that starts it <laughs> wonderful so they can come talk to you okay one more thing can't remember what was the last question oh, uh how can people help what do you actually do why is this important? you know what this is so important you know it's a part of us as a church getting out there and helping people. You know, sometimes people come to Christ. You know, um, sometimes people need a healing. 
sometimes people just need to be talked to and shown love. Mm -hmm. And we don't go out there with the mindset of, oh, these are the street people. No. No, they're a group of people in our community. And our, our job is to touch our community for Jesus Christ. Every Amen. single one. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank I you, Sean. preach now. Taking the mic away. Marcel. <laughs> so Marcel's going to talk about Homeward Bound. And so what is Homeward Bound? Uh, it's, it's a facility uh, on Branyan Drive. Uh, and it has, uh, well, people at... Um, people that are in dire straits. And it's three, I think it's three Apartment separate works. facilities in one. And one is uh, they allowed to uh, use yep. or be intoxicated or whatever you want to call it. Yep. And the next one, uh, it's kind of like a step up where they, they don't use and they're working their way back into society. Yeah. I, I guess I think that's the closest I think I can. They're kind of get. slowly getting them yeah. Yeah, a job and whatnot. So what do we do there? Well, uh, well, we preach the gospel. Yeah. There was uh, four of us. Uh, it, I, I, well, the Lord's just going to help me here. Uh, when we started, uh, there was uh, probably 10 people coming. Uh, but the people that were rounding everybody up, uh, I think they were Christians. And now it's, it's kind of gone down to two or three people. And uh, James and I, uh, the last month or so, due to circumstances, Sean and Wayne have been busy. And so uh, it's been James and I doing it. And uh, we, we, the last time I preached there was a week ago or something like that, and maybe it was two weeks ago, and James and I walked out, and James looks at me, and James is probably the most softest person I've ever met. <laughs> True. You know, and he looks at me, and he says, kind of hard today. <laughs> he never says that, you know. <laughs> and uh, the Lord just spoke to me instantly, and he said, if you've done it to the least of these, my brethren, yeah. you've done it on to me. Because I kind of felt like there's no fruit. Mm. Right now, there's no fruit happening. But, you know, when God speaks to you, it uh, kind of boosts, boosts Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And uh, it really, and I, I, I think more than anything, I think we need prayer, mm. prayer, prayer for that ministry. Because it's only one day a week. Yeah. And I think it would be nice to get a lady, yeah. one or two ladies to come and to minister with us. And it was something like what Johnny said, we can switch up. I like that idea. You know, you can switch up and... And it's, it's humbling. You know yes. what I mean? It, you know, you got to, I, I do anyway. You know, I've got to humble myself because that, that's where I came from. Yeah. On the street. So. And you do so Lord. good with them. I love watching yeah. you minister to them. So it's Thursdays. Thank you, Marcel. It's Thursdays at one o'clock. Uh, so if you're available at that time, that's a great time to come. And uh, like he said, it's, they hold church. We sing some songs and we do preaching. It's about 45 minutes in length and we're kind of done by then so come up lisa this is our last one and uh lisa is one of the people that is over e-kids uh, which is embassy kids and so what are our age groups that we have so yeah we've got several different age groups and we actually have different leaders over each age group we've got the babies that are zero to 24 months we've got the two to three year olds which are your toddler groups uh, so over the babies is actually Darby Branscombe, and over the two to three-year-olds is Shaylee currently, and also over four to sevens is also Shaylee. Mm -hmm. 
So, and I'm Lisa, and I am over the eight to 11-year-olds. Eight to 11-year-olds. Although lots of sevens. <laughs> we take those two. <laughs> and I know that all of these people have a huge heart for children, so why is it important? Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> we could be here all, all day. No, uh, children, let's go back to Bible. Children are very important to Jesus. Mm. Um, the disciples literally were trying to turn away the parents and be, you know, no, 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 don't bother him with your kids. But that's not who Jesus is. Mm -hmm. And l your kids, I'm sorry, when you die, there is nothing coming with you except your kids. The deposit that you are putting into them, that is more important than your job, than your house, than your car, like anything. You, I can't even express to you. Your children and everybody's children, the impact that you can make in them. And I know for a lot of you, if you really get down to it, we are all still children in heart. Yeah. So, I mean, the things that impacted us as children are still impacting us today, whether good or bad. Yeah. And so what we're trying to do is deposit good things into our kids. I think of, I think of lots of people that I've heard stories of, of when they've hit rock bottom, kind of not yeah. attending church their whole life except for when they were kids, and what comes back to their memory is what I learned in kids' church. And really annoying kids' songs. Yeah. Those come back. <laughs> I could, we could sing them for you right That's now, true. but there's no time. So <laughs> um, what is it that you actually do? Okay, so what we do in a class, in pretty much all the classes, we come in, we teach a lesson, we share from the Bible, we sing songs, we dance, we do a craft, we play games, we try to bring things to their level. So you're introducing Jesus in little bite-sized pieces so they understand pieces of the Bible. I mean, if you're going to teach about Daniel, you're not going to teach the entire, you know, you're going to take one tiny piece, you know. Absolutely. And you want your kids to go to kids' church because we teach about obeying your parents. And we have fun. <laughs> we have fun while we do it. <laughs> so how can people help or what do we need? Okay, so we always, always need help in the kids' ministry. Always. Of course, because, I mean, it's a rotating, you think about it, in any given service, I mean, we've got, like, there's, there's at least 10 people on right now in kids' ministries because we've got so many different age groups. So yeah. times that by maybe four Sundays, that's 40 people. So we need a lot of hands to help. And I know um, some people are like, you know, I'm not that person. And it's like, you don't have to be a crazy, outgoing, you know, boisterous person. I mean, my daughter Anna is in there right now, and she's quiet like a mouse, and it's fine. She does great in there and teaches the kids. And we take all sorts, and you know what? Your personalities will... They mesh together. Yeah, we really do need help in, kids, need ministry. Help in kids' ministry. It is very important. So, so this is it. That's it. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. I'll take your mic. And uh, I know we've gone a little bit over time today, but we just really felt like it was important for you to see the various ministries, what it takes to function as a church body and how we can serve one another, how we can serve you, how we can serve each other. And so if there's anything that is of interest to you, like I said, you want to join something or a place you would want to serve, um, they have cards back there to pass you so you can read it over and say, oh yeah, I could actually do this, or no, this isn't going to actually work for me. With that being said, um, we have... Um
baby dedication next week. So, like he said, if you want, don't, don't text baby dedication to that number. Nothing is going to happen. <laughs> um, call the front office. Let us know um, if you want your children dedicated, and we will do that. And with that, um, we wish you an absolutely, I don't wish you it, I bless you in the name of Jesus with an awesome week and that the presence of God goes with you, goes before you in the name of Jesus. We love you. We're so thankful that you came. Have a wonderful Sunday. For more information about Embassy Church, visit our website at embassychurch.ca.